Welcome to The Stack, a weekly podcast where we discuss the latest in the world of marketing, sales, and tech so that you can cut through all the noise, know which developments you should be paying attention to, and so you can become a better marketer. I'm Sean Henry. I'm here with Ryan and Tim, I guess. Hi, Sean. Hey. Why do you always call well, off guard you, you know, I you pointed hello. to like the no, wrong people. I thought you said Ryan and Tim, and I was like, what? You pointed to me, but said Ryan, and then pointed yeah. to Ryan and said Tim. I was ready to introduce myself, and then you, I don't know, it was awkward. We're going to blame Sean for this Let's one. Let's blame Sean. Yeah. Thion and Rin. Rin. <laughs> that, thanks. Thanks, guys. Anyway, today <laughs> is Thursday, January 3rd, 2019. The first, the first episode of 2019. Happy New Year. Episode number 35. And um, being the beginning of a new year, we're thinking about goals. That's right. You guys uh, set personal goals for oh, the year yeah. ahead? Nope. Big time. Yeah. Nope. Tim is perfect. A- 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 I am perfect the way I am. No. Really? Yeah. I followed suit and I deleted Facebook from my phone, following, <laughs> but not my account. Yeah, as per your request. Yeah, and you think you'll you'll keep it off? Yeah. Oh yeah. As per my request. Yeah. <laughs> my my goal is to make um, everyone around me feel less bad for not being me. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. good. I good. should work on my humility. It's probably a good one. <laughs> no, that would be a good one. Yeah. So I wouldn't. <laughs> this is not a resolution or, or anything like that. But I did. In a fit of rage, I deleted like every app on my phone, including Facebook. Did you bring any of them back after you realized what you had done? Instagram. Um, I did, but very selectively. Like I, I deleted eighty apps or so. I enjoy your Instagram. I wish you would. Whoa, keep up with how? It. How? I might. I don't know. How much space do you have on your phone that you can have eighty apps? I guess enough. I don't know, but um, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> you know, like half of these things I, I had yeah, one time use, and I'm, I'm just thinking, like yeah, these things been like tracking my every step ever since I installed it. Yes. 2017, you know, and used it once. I was, I was at, over, over the holidays. I was, um, explain my, my, I want to say elderly, my older family folk were talking about how creepy it is that they get ads from things yeah. that they Googled. And I had to explain to them yeah. all of it because they're just old and they don't read the news, like watch the news and stuff. Ooh, ouch. No, they are. They are. I'm young and I don't watch the news. So going after the elders, Tim. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not like a privacy I mean, it's partially a privacy concern. I'm I'm definitely bothered, I think, by some of the things that have happened over the past year. But um, more so, I'm bothered by the fact that I'm always staring at my damn phone. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. So that's my primary reason. But I did keep Twitter. I like Twitter. I get a lot of value out of Twitter. I've been I, using I, Twitter a lot more. You? Yeah, now that I don't have Facebook. Glad to say I will never have to delete the Twitter app from my phone. That's because, do you have it on your I don't phone? have it on my okay. phone. <laughs> Sigh. Um, yeah, so we're getting into uh, goal setting today. Yep. Usually what we do is we'll we'll bring you some of the articles that really stood out to us or the you know new developments that really are noteworthy and try to bring you um, some advice. Like, what should you do with this information? Um, and the idea behind that is there's, there's like an overwhelming amount of stuff that gets published every single day. It's kind of hard to keep track of it all. So we're trying to do that job for you and bring you this roundup each week. But I got to say, like a lot of what's been published over the past two weeks is kind of crappy. Yeah, there's only so many. <laughs> hey, look back at 2018 articles yeah, that you yeah, can read yeah. and yeah, get yeah. any value out of. Yeah. So um, I thought I'd share what I actually was reading and working with uh, this week. So I, I did some searches. Um, we're kind of fine-tuning our plan, our marketing plan for the year. So. Um, you know, actually a little bit late 
to do this uh, this year, but was setting some goals for the year ahead. And uh, I remembered reading something on the Databox blog a few months ago, and it, it very closely mirrored the way that we we tend to do things. So I went back to it and uh, gave another look. And that's the article we're going to uh, focus in on today. Um, it is titled, The Goal Setting Process We Used to Get to 1 Million in Annual Revenue. It's by Pete Kabuda, Databox. And um, it really goes through, uh, I think, a pretty fantastic process for setting goals, but not just annual goals, coming up with something that is much more bite-sized. Yeah. So I'll read you a few paragraphs here. Um, he said, as we've rolled out functionality for tracking goal attainment, we'll get to that later, um, <laughs> we've been surprised by how few companies follow a regularly occurring goal setting and planning cadence. Most companies seem to just set high-level annual financial goals, and that's it. Unfortunately, many of them also seem to get way off their targets. Very true. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. They think the two are related. So he says, if that's you, or you um, just want to see how we data box, uh, does it and refine your goal setting process a bit. Here's the process we follow, blah, 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 blah. And um, basically their process follows these four steps. One, benchmark performance quarterly. Two, set goals monthly. Three, revise plans weekly. Four, monitor progress daily. And uh, we thought being the new year, be a good time to go through this process. And, um, you know, if if you don't have your own process to uh, follow for goal setting, give this a try. See if it works for you. Probably a good one to follow. Yeah. 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 So let's, let's kind of walk through each step in that process in a little bit more detail. So number one was benchmarking performance quarterly. Um, so historical performance is not necessarily indicative of future success, but it's still important to understand where you've come from. And if you're going to try chart a trajectory, I can't speak guys. <laughs> I used big words. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's important to review your, uh, historic performance. Yeah. If you daily on a quarterly basis, right? Yeah. Like you can't know how you're doing or how you're, you're working towards your goals if you don't know where you started. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, as simple as right. it is. So, so they give some examples in the article. Um, generally speaking, I would say most businesses should be looking at metrics like number of users or sessions, depending on how you want to look at it, uh, number of contacts or leads that you've generated how many deals, online sales, like the, the big, really important numbers. are, are Yeah, and the, the, there's bound to be other additional KPIs um, depending on the specifics of your business, mm -hmm. but like those are the big ones. I think the reason this is really valuable to do is because it, it kind of anchors you in reality, right? If you said, <laughs> I want to um, grow traffic to 65,000 visitors a month, but you're currently only getting 8,000, you're probably not going to get there in just four weeks, right? Wrong. <laughs> no, I mean maybe. <laughs> yeah, but you want you want to you want to be rooted in you know reality. Yeah. And if you know how you've been performing, you could set far more uh, realistic, attainable goals. Yeah, like if you've if you know you've been growing traffic at ten percent month over month for the last five years, it's a good chance you'll grow traffic ten percent month over month next month. Yeah, and you yeah. can chart your path right. forward. It also helps you. I identify and understand where your pain points are. So where are you falling short? Like what is that area that you should be focusing in on over the next few months and what projects or plans should you put together to help solve those problems? Yeah. So, so that's quarterly quarterly. Step two would be to set goals monthly. Mm -hmm. uh, so once you know your, your historical benchmarks and like your overall goal, you want to work towards over the year. Um, it will, 
it will be possible for you to use that information to set your monthly goals. So it's important to remember that a lot of things change. Like we have seen it all the time. Like month to month is totally different. Uh, sometimes, you know, we, I remember we were working on a website and every, what was it mem- like Memorial day was like a huge spike. So things change. Um, and you have to adjust accordingly. So yeah. Um, once, once you know those quarterly ones, you shave it down into monthly. I mean, that's monthly is really where like that is. It's like the first actionable your brain, unit. your brain can process four yeah. weeks, right? Yeah. yeah, your brain cannot process three cool. months, right? right? Or, or definitely not a year. Yeah, definitely that's, not that's a year. Hard. So, yeah. Yeah. just the, the monthly view makes a ton of sense. Um, I think it's also really important because weekly is—I mean, a week happens so fast that that needs to be like marching towards some bigger milestone, right? right? It, it's reflecting like the reality of your situation. Yeah, yeah. So I think of monthly as like the fine tuning. Yeah, yeah. When do we when do we actually fine tune revise, guys? We actually revise plans weekly. Um, like there's like we were which just, is step three. Which is step three. Yeah. So there's like this this allure to planning out a full quarter's worth of tasks and activities. Like at the beginning of January, you plan out from week to week what you're gonna do every single day of that week. Like there's an allure to it because it gives you control. Um, it lets you say, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. This is how we're gonna get where we're going. But the reality is things just don't work like that. From I mean, from day to day, things can change, but definitely from week to week. <laughs> we see that like every change, day. Right. I mean, from hour to hour, yeah. things can change. Um, so it's really important that when you begin the week, you iron out what's going to happen the week ahead, regardless of what you had initially thought was going to happen. What is actually important to happen if you're going to hit your goals? And this is both your your weekly goals, but also, like Sean said before, marching towards your your monthly goals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like, like we, we use, uh, I don't know, a flavor of sprint plan, like weekly sprint planning. Yeah. Um, when we, we work towards, you know, with our clients, with ourselves, um, that's sort of what this kind of boils down to is, is like weekly sprints. Um, but I think that's what we do best. Probably. I mean, you guys might disagree, but I feel like that's probably what we do best is like planning our week to weeks. Yeah. I think we're, we're, we're pretty disciplined with that and yeah. it's, it's served us and our, our clients well. So. Think it's definitely a good process. Yeah. Um, well, it's also important too, because not only, you know, think things change, but also like you might start a quarter, you might start a month thinking that something's going to work and it just doesn't. Yeah. And are you going to keep chipping away at that one thing yeah. that doesn't work? Or are you going to shift gears to something yeah. more effective? And I think that that brings us to the the final step in the process where um, uh, you're going to be monitoring progress daily. So the f- very first thing I do when I walk in the office every day is I, turn my head to the left and I look at the uh, data walls or you know, the dashboards um, that are up on the wall. And that showcases our, you know, our performance. How are we yeah. tracking towards the goals that we've set for yeah. our primary KPIs? Totally. Are we on track? Are there any surprises? Um, and I got to tell you, there are often some pretty big surprises on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you may walk in and find out that your website's been hit by some you know, penalty by Google and all of a sudden your traffic is plummeting. You and might have Russian hackers that took your website down for a few hours yeah. in the morning. <laughs> well, let's, let's say that's possible, right? So your, your website went down overnight, but you don't actually look at your numbers or <laughs> hopefully you'll notice if your website's down. But, you know, let's say you, you don't look at anything until next Monday. Man, that's a missed opportunity. So you do need to keep an eye on these things on a, a daily basis. We use Databox for that purpose. It's, I think, 
I think everything is updated on an hourly basis, but it's as real time as it, it gets. Um, so you, you really know how you're doing day in, day out, and you could be very, very flexible, quickly react to things, and hopefully say, save yourself a lot of um, frustration and grow faster. So great process. And, um, you know, if you doubt their success and, uh, you know, that this has kind of resulted in some gains for them. Of course, we don't have visibility to any of their internal metrics about their users or, you know, um, paying customers, but you, you could just look at their, their traffic. If you plug in their site to uh, SEM rush, they had explosive growth over the, the past year. Um, so, uh, at least from an inbound perspective, what they're doing is working extremely well. Yeah. So they actually took this, uh, a step further and they developed a methodology. We like methodologies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they call they're it. neat. They are neat, I think. <laughs> I've never described anything as neat before in my life. <laughs> they call it the, is it right? Let me try to get it right. It's predictable performance. And um, it, it very closely mirrors what we just walked through. Um, step one is to identify initiatives quarterly. So I think that's probably the, the key difference, right? In, instead of, yeah. So so what we just walked through is the fact that you're, you're sort of forecast, um, you're setting benchmarks quarterly. But once you once you have your benchmarks, you're you know you're setting initiatives. Like yeah, that, you gotta have the, the plan, right? Yeah. So that that benchmarking exercise should should hopefully lead to, lead to some action yeah. that you're reestablishing on a quarterly basis. Like if you are mapping out everything you're doing in detail for the full year, and then you're not willing to deviate from that plan, you're just screwing yourself over. So it makes a ton of sense to me. Once you set those initiatives quarterly, you're once again going to set goals monthly make revisions. If you're falling short or if you're exceeding your goals, you want to go back and refine. To make sure you're on track, you need to, step three, revise plans weekly. If you're exceeding, double down on what's working, right? Or maybe focus on this other problem area if you've hit a goal early. You know, it all depends on what your actual needs are. Wait, you can't just like slack off for the month or the week? Yeah, that's what I would do. I would go, <laughs> I would go to uh, Sandals. I like it. And then uh, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and then step four is monitor progress daily, and step five, which this is also wasn't included in the original, um, it's just you know share results as they happen. Yeah, I think that's important. I mean, we so we have a daily stand up where we talk about what we completed and you know what we're working on the the day ahead. But like, it's a good idea to say, hey, did you look at how things are performing? You know, share it with your team. And I feel like that's the most underrated step. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it just, if, one, it just feels good. <laughs> and, but two, it's it's important to recognize think, the work that goes into actually achieving the goals. So actually yeah. sharing results, I, I feel like that is the, uh, that seems like it's skipped more often than setting goals. Like I, I really don't know any organization that is really disciplined at sharing what's worked, both good and bad. Like, yeah, the, people will share their success if they, they hit a home run, but. They don't tell you about your failures. And I think yeah. both are pretty important. And you start to see, I, I've, I'm starting to see that a lot more now. And there's blog posts that come out and say, oh, I, you know, I tried X and this is what happened. It's usually, you know, impending doom title of a yeah. blog post. But no, I think that it's becoming more and more uh, common to see companies being that transparent about how they failed and yeah. how they fixed you it. You don't have to be public. Like, yeah, no, yeah. but I think I it's think, good if people are right. sharing publicly, but at least internally. Yeah. You know. Talk about what didn't work because you're going to save your peers from making the same mistakes right. you made. You know? Right. Agreed. Um, so the the cool thing about the, probably the reason they developed this methodology is that their tool 
is kind of built around this. So it allows you to measure and benchmark performance and it's pulling in data from Google Analytics or HubSpot or whatever it might be. Um, but you can overlay that information with whatever goals you set. And the really cool thing about it that I didn't realize until recently is that as you're setting annual goals, you could kind of do that on a sliding scale. So if you plan on doubling traffic over the next 12 months, you're not going to do that month one. It's going to take you some time to build up to that level. Mm -hmm. So as you're setting goals in the tool, you can say, here's the goal for January, February, March, April, May, June, you know, all the way through the year. Right. Um, of course, you could always go back and revise those uh, settings as well. And then um, they have a, a nice little view where, you know, you could kind of start your day and say, how are we progressing towards those goals? Are we 50% of the way there? Are we 75% of the way there? Are we not going to make it? Um, so definitely recommend checking that out. You can create a free account or paid, but the paid's pretty cheap too. So yeah, good stuff. All right. So we'll include links to both of these uh, resources in the show notes. Definitely oh, go and check them out. Along with some of our own awesome resources. Yeah. So like with the benchmarking exercise, um, we have a goal setting calculator yep. that you can use. And what that does is like, let's say you need to generate half a million in new business. Um, it asks you for um, some of your historical performance. So, you know, how um, on average, how many monthly visitors are you getting? How many of those visitors convert into leads? How many of those leads converted into, um, you know, real sales opportunities? How many of those deals ultimately closed? And then it's saying, based off those inputs, your past performance and what you need to do in the year ahead, you need to generate X number of deals, X number of leads, and X number of visitors. It also tells you how much you could afford to spend per lead in order to get to that goal. So if you only have, say, a $20,000 budget, you need to be very careful that you're not spending too much per visitor, per lead, per deal, because you're going to run out of money, right? Yep. And the tool kind of gives you those limits, which is kind of neat. We also have our smart goals template. Yeah. Um, yeah. Free to download. Yeah. Check it out. So we'll include both in the uh, show notes. All right, guys. App over. of the week? Yeah, over to the app of the week. What is the app of the week? SEO Quake. Yeah. The so. shakes that'll make you quake. <laughs> so in a, um earlier episode, we, what was it called? It was called SEO Minion? Yeah, so we, we reviewed um, another SEO-focused tool called SEO Minion, which, which is a Chrome extension, and it gives you all these really great insights uh, as you're you know, looking at search results or analyzing a website. This tool pretty much does the same thing. Um, I've been using it for about a week now and I love it. Uh, it's built by SEMrush. Uh, it's free to use. Of course, if you're a paid SEMrush subscriber, you get some additional um, additional settings and, and data points. Um, but it does a lot of really cool things. So I want to actually pull up their website real quick. Can I say my, my favorite part of it is, um, we, you know, we, we've, we've used many tools in the past. Um, and you know, one of them that we, we, we used pretty excessively is the Moz bar, mm. which is great, but it, I don't know, for, for some reason it can be buggy. It doesn't always like load yeah. fully or properly. And like this loads right away. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it's instant. like yeah, that, that was yeah. probably my biggest gripe with uh, the Moz bar. I yeah. love it. It does a lot of great things, but it, it is kind of slow. Yeah. Like I always had to toggle it on and off yeah. to get it to work. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm reading their, their homepage and they actually kind of lean into that. They say, uh, conduct on-page SEO audit in a flash. And it really is almost instant. And that's something I'm pretty sure that Mozbar didn't allow you to do. If you were a paid Moz user, it would bring you into the tool. But this actually, if you 
if you do an audit, it's going to list out like all the on-page things you should be doing to optimize your page for search results. Um, but it's giving you a lot of great metrics on top of that, like estimated monthly traffic, you know, uh, estimated bounce rate for the page, uh, where the page is getting its traffic. You know, is it coming from search? Is it direct visits? Is it referrals? Is it social? Um, just a ton of really great stuff. It's also allowing you to, you know, analyze your, your title tag, your meta description, um, you know, essential things that you would want to look at if you were thinking about optimizing a, a page for search. Um, so it's, it's pretty fantastic. The other thing that I haven't had a chance to play with yet, but I'm kind of excited to really try out, um, is that it will analyze the on-page copy and identify um, either the single word, the two word or three word phrases that appear on the page. So it's sort of extracting some of the keywords that are embedded in the content. And that could be helpful for doing additional keyword research or making sure that your on-page content is aligned with what a searcher would hope to find. So just great stuff. and it will export all this into a spreadsheet so that's, you can kind of work with it. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. I didn't realize that it did all that stuff. Yeah. yeah it, like you can use this um, to evaluate your own content that's been previously like that you've published in the past, see how it's doing like a quick sort of spot check. Um, but you can, it's really great for like that competitor analysis, mm-hmm. you know, when you don't have access to those other tools, um, you know, like search console or Google analytics. Um, Even you uh, social share information yeah. too, which is yeah, really neat. I just saw that. So this, this does a lot of things Pinterest several other extensions do in a, a single interface. So if you are doing SEO work or you're just generally curious, like what could I be doing to improve the performance of my website or a landing page, definitely recommend checking this out. Give it a spin and uh, see what it does for you. Plus, you can change it from either light to dark Ooh. color theme, <laughs> which I mean... Thank what God other, Tim is here. What you know other what Tim will choose? Yeah, right. The dark? Dark. Hell yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. You can actually change the, uh, you can put it on the bottom or the sides too. That's actually really nice. I like that. Me too. All I right. I actually have mine docked on the side at the moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go All ahead. right. Is Go it time ahead, for the lightning round? It is. And we, wow, we could not find a uh, lightning sound, sound effect. effect. We did find this. Which is a screaming goat. Ow. Yeah, so I'm a a fan of the screaming goats. I think it is probably one of the funniest things ever. Oh, when you played it in the office at one time, now I I gave my mother a Google Home for Christmas, and I taught my sister the screaming, you know, asking Google to play the screaming goat song. (laughs) It's been played, I think, a million times in my house. It's just wonderful. It's just wonderful. Um, First one on the list is, to target seasonal keywords with 2019 in their names. This is basically saying this, this article by uh, keyword keg is giving you the cost per click and the value in each of the keywords, top keywords uh, for 2019 with, with 2019 in the name. So (laughs) it's kind of silly, but okay. Yeah, It's silly, but you know, you never know if you get ahead of the curve. Yeah. We got to go update all of our uh, in 2018 posts. I think we only had like two. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. It's a good day. Good good job for Tim. What else we got? Uh, second one, world's biggest data breaches and hacks. Yeah. I actually, retweeted probably, that probably a lot of them there. Yeah. Just full of joy. Yeah, right. They should add dot, dot, dot that we know about yet. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, because we'll find out in 2023 that there were like 18 more this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's only day three. 
Uh, Number three. The quick and easy guide to resizing images online. So this is a, a compilation of apps and stuff to use online instead of going into... But see, that's not easy. You could just go to squish.app and... I think that's for file size, though. Is that only for file size? No, it's both. It's, uh, so, uh, is it both? Yeah, that app lets you um, both compress and resize images in a second. Well, there you go. What is it? Squish.app. Okay. We'll put the link in the show notes somewhere. Well, and yeah, in case you don't like easy stuff, Ryan's article will help. <laughs> if you want to read about, if you want to do harder, if you want to, if you want to work harder than you have to. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> number four, uh, channel starting to get cut as cable TV struggles for life. I am canceling my cable package uh, this week. Really? Yep. Good for That'll you. That'll save you what, like sixty bucks a month? Yeah, like that. Probably. They wouldn't allow me to get. Wi-Fi without cable. That's bull. Bull, because I upgraded my internet speed, and they're like, oh, if you upgrade your internet speed, you have to have cable. I said, okay. What? Yep. Ridiculous. Instagram accidentally rolls out test to advance feed. Removes it later. I was actually sorry. That was a typo on my part. That was tap to advance. Tap to advance. I I thought that was kind of funny. It was a test that wasn't supposed to go out to everybody. It was a set. Yeah. Everyone was freaking out. Yeah, like and so he's like, "Yeah, that was." I'm not reading. And then, and then number six, because I was excited when I found it. It's honestly not marketing or sales related, but Girl Scouts share first taste of new caramel chocolate chip cookie to kick off 2019 season. Oh boy! I mean, oh. I could. Is that, I could see that being good. It's chocolate and caramel. What's not good about it? Mm. Okay, and I'm have pessimist. It. Jeez. <laughs> well, that's all. Oh, wait, yeah, that's it. That's all we have. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week with probably some some news and yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Let's uh, let's hope for some as the world wakes back up from a long winter's night. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm tired of reading the. I don't know the roundups. Yeah, and the videos, the retrospectives. Whatever. Yeah, whatever happened over 2018. Yeah, read, uh, read us, review, and listen to us on everything. SoundCloud, Spotify, Instagram, SoundCloud, Instagram, oh, Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> iTunes, uh, Spotify, and now uh, Google Play Music. Awesome. We'll see you next week.